0: And on today's episode, I have a person that we're going to call Gertrude writing me, asking me about any kind of advice that I can give him. He says, hey, Ryan, I have been trading for about three months now. And since I own my own small business, I don't have much time throughout the day. I really enjoy trading and it has been a goal of mine basically my entire life. So now that I am in it, I want to learn as much as I can, especially since it is a skill. I want to become a master trader and though it takes time, I am willing to work with it. I want to get my first trading experience out of my head where I lost $3,900. That's $3,900, folks. To the scam website, blah, blah, blah blah.com. Okay, it's not actually blah, blah, blah blah.com, but I'm not going to give the guy a plug if he's a scam, right? Anyways, he says, I'm doing it myself. I can see my financial progress instead of putting my hope in them. What is something that you can show me with this great skill set that you have? Well, sometimes I don't feel like I have a skill set. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. That's kind of the ups and downs that comes with a trader. And that brings me to the title of this podcast, the art of patience, because so much of trading is patience. And most of the time, what defines whether or not a person's going to be successful in the stock market is the ability to show patience, the ability to not have to trade all the time. But before I get into that, what am I drinking? Well, I'm drinking Maker's Mark 46. This is a Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. And to the nose, I mean, it smells really good. It has a very strong caramel smell to it. and Maybe a little bit of honey as well. It's 47% alcohol, 94 proof. The color of this also, it's really like a real nice pleasant color. It's got like this nice golden brown color. It's nice. It's kind of like the color of like when you... Roast that marshmallow just perfectly on the outside at the campfire. That's kind of what color it has to it. Now the taste, it's got some vanilla flavors, but it's really smooth at first, but it transitions rather fast to this peppery, spicy flavor. Is it an everyday sipper? Absolutely. I think you could sip this every day. I I would have no problem. Is it my top sipper out there? No. My top sipper to this day is Old Scout. Best bang for the buck bourbon that is currently out there. So yeah, like I said, the spiciness really kicks in there at the end. Not a huge fan of that, per se, because it just lingers far too long. Scale of 1 to 10, I'm going to give it a 7.3. I think it's a good bourbon. I think the spiciness throws it off a little bit. I think that initial taste is nice, but I would like to enjoy that a little bit more before we just kick that spice in the high gear. Now, back to Gertrude here. Talked about the episode being called The Art of Patience, and we're going to talk about three areas that patience is absolutely key in. Look, man, so much of our losses, right? So many of our stupid mistakes that we make probably could have been avoided if we just showed some patience, am I right? I mean, think about it. You know, you get into a stock that's going up and up and up and you're thinking to yourself, man, I saw stock when it was trading at $50 a share. Now it's trading at $60 a share. Man, I knew it. And then, you know, you wake up the next day and it's trading at 63 and the next day 65 and you're thinking, this thing's just gonna go up forever. And so what do you do? You put a market order in for it at $68 a share. And then the next day it comes back down to 66 and you're like, okay, well, it was overbought. It probably just needed a couple of days to breathe or at least a day to, you know, just settle down a little bit. Next day it's at 63. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're not showing any discipline and it's trading at $40 a share. And you're like, man, if I would have just not bought it. I knew not to buy that. Why did I buy that? And so that's like the kind of things that we go through our mind when we make some stupid, stupid trades. And so what could have avoided that kind of a stupid trade? It would have been patience. Just patience and using a stop loss too. When it got a little bit out of hand there. So the first area of patience that I want to talk to you guys about is patience in your development. Patience in your development as a trader. A lot of the emails that I get from folks is they want to be a great trader right out of the gate. And you can't. You have to. Develop it over time. You have to wait for it. You have to let it come naturally. You're not going to become a great trader or a good trader within a week or two or a couple of months. You've got to do it over time. And so you need those experiences. You need the experiences of a bear market, of a sideways market, of a very bullish market, and a market that you have no idea what's going on to really get a grasp of what trading can be like in the various different market conditions. And When you get a sell-off, every sell-off is going to be unique into itself. I mean, you take the 2020 sell-off from the whole COVID pandemic, completely different than the sell-off that we saw in 2018 quarter four. And that sell-off was a lot different than previous sell-offs that we've seen. But you get all these little data points from experiences, and you can apply it to these new experiences. And that takes patience because you've got to be patient enough to develop those data points and those skill sets over time. I just recently got a piano, and I've waited years to get a piano. Part of it's been because I've been too lazy to really take the time to find a really good piano. I played piano all my life growing up. I was the youngest of four kids. My mom, she would make all of us play about an hour and a half of piano a day, six days a week. We'd take Sundays off for the Sabbath. And each year, I would learn more and more difficult pieces. First, I was playing Easy pieces like Fur Elise or something that didn't require much of a skill because my skill sets weren't that great. But then the more I played the piano, the harder the pieces I could get. By the time I was a senior in high school, I was playing Beethoven's Pathetique Sonata and Rachmaninoff's Prelude and C Sharp Minor. I was playing some pretty good stuff. And now it's been about really about 15, 20 years since I've practiced regularly on the piano. And now that I got a piano, I went and got this Yamaha Grand Piano. It's beautiful. I'm realizing that I got to practice a little bit to get back those skills that I haven't really been keeping up with over the years. Now I have two sons and one of them is taking a lot of interest into the piano here and he wants to get good. He's 15 years old and he's never played before. And he's sitting there playing it for hours and hours a day. And I think he's actually got the work ethic to maybe be a good piano player. But I told him, I said, Hey, you're going to have to practice thousands of hours to get better. And you're only going to get incrementally better. The more you practice, the better that you'll get. But you won't notice it during the time that you're practicing that you are getting better. But when you take a step back many years from now, you'll realize, man, I got a lot better at the piano. And so that development as a piano player takes patience. It takes dedication. It takes a determination to get better. But it also takes patience. Without the patience, you're not going to get better because that patience requires time. And that time is something that a lot of people aren't willing to dedicate to their craft. And so the same thing goes with trading. You can't just expect to get good at trading overnight. I know there's a lot of people out there that will tell you, hey, you're gonna be a great trader if you just subscribe and you follow what I do. No, it takes time. It doesn't mean that you won't have great trades along the way, but it's good to have somebody that's going to help you along the way or or somebody that can show you how to do it, or if you're gonna do it on your own, to be able to do the research, do the practice, to do the studying that requires to become a good trader. And one of the things that I offer through swingtradingthestockmarket.com, which is the website that goes along with this podcast, is I provide all of my research each and every day. I provide analysis on the S&P 500. I provide analysis on the Russell 2000 and the NASDAQ 100 along with my indicators. I'm also going to give you each week updates on all the FANG stocks. And then every single day, I'm going to give you my daily trade setups that I'm looking at, the most intriguing charts and chart patterns that I'm finding out there with individual stocks. Plus, at the end of the week, I'm going to update you on my bullish and bearish watch list so that you're ready for the week ahead. So check that out, swingtradingthestockmarket.com, and the process you'll be supporting this podcast, which I very much appreciate. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, the second part of patience in trading, we talked about the first one being development. The second one is with the market. The best time to be trading is when there's optimal market conditions. And let's face it, there's not always optimal market conditions. So there's going to be times where you got to have a lot of cash on hand right now requires that I have a lot of cash on hand because I can see where the market is really struggling to rally in a broad based fashion. Right now you have about 30% of the stocks trading above their 40 day moving average. Yet you have the NASDAQ and the S&P five either at or near their all time highs. And that's makes it a very difficult market to trade when not many stocks are participating in the market. When you're trading at all-time highs week after week and month after month, you should be looking at 80 to 90% of stocks trading above their 40-day moving average. And instead, you're really in this seven, eight-month declining trend line of stocks participating in this ongoing market rally that we've seen since the market bottomed from the COVID pandemic. And so sometimes when you don't have good market conditions, you have to have the patience to wait for better ones. Now, we had a sell-off this past week. And a lot of people were wanting to get short instead I stayed in cash and I was getting emails and questions like, Ryan, why are you not short in the market? The market's down 50, 60 points today is because the market's not breaking down yet. It's had a couple of bad days, but when you step back and you look at the overall patterns in the market and the price action that we've seen from the previous couple of weeks, you'll see that while the price action has been bearish over the past couple of weeks, it hasn't necessarily indicated there's a major market breakdown that would suggest, hey, The trends change, you need to get short. Now, had I bypassed all of that thinking and bypassed the need to be patient with this market, I would have gotten short and then gotten squeezed of epic proportions over the last two to three days. That's why patience is so important in your development as a trader. And when it comes to the stock market itself, being willing to be patient, to wait for the right conditions to get long, to get short. Because I would love to get short right now because this market is overbought. And how long it stays overbought, I don't know. But until it actually breaks down and shows that it's changing its trend, I'm not going to get short. And like I said, I'd like to get short, but I'm not going to get short until the market lets me get short. And right now it's not doing that. Every time we touch the 50-day moving average, what does the market do? It shoots right back up to all-time high. It kind of gets annoying because that move back to all-time highs is getting smaller and smaller because the 50-day moving average continues to increase over time. So the opportunity to really benefit off of these bounces off the 50 day moving average is getting less and less because there's not as much room to work with. So regardless of what I want and what I need, I have to be patient with what the market is willing to give. Now, the final point is patience in your trades. When you get into a trade, you get in there and it's like, okay, I got in at $20 a share and it's only trading at $20 and two cents at the end of the day. Is something wrong, something right? No, market doesn't care that you got into the stock. The stock doesn't care that you got into the stock. You're trying to put your expectations on the stock, on the stock market itself of what it should do rather than what it is actually doing. And sometimes even on breakouts, even on bounce plays off of key trend lines, we want it to bounce immediately and go right back up from where it came from. If it's a breakout, we want it to break out and suck in all these new buyers and it goes straight to the moon so you can eventually colonize Mars. But that's not how stocks work. And so in your trades, you've got to be willing to be patient enough to let them develop. That's why I say, hey, plan out your trade. Know where your stop loss is going to be if the stock does not go your way. Also know or have at least an idea of where you think a potential target can be. Where is some heavy resistance where the stock could start to falter at? That's your target price. And when you get into the stock, have some patience. If the stock doesn't do exactly what you hope for it to do right out of the gate, have some patience. That's why you have the stop loss there. That's why you have a target price. Have your rules in place like, For me, I'm never going to hold a stock through earnings. I'm just not going to. There's too much volatility there. And so you got to have patience with your trades as it pertains to the parameters that you've set with your trading rules. Stock may not take off immediately. You have to be okay with that. I can't recall how many trades I've had where I get into it, it doesn't do much. I'm thinking, man, this trade isn't going anywhere, or I get into it and it pulls back 1%, and I'm feeling kind of stupid for getting into it, even though I followed my trading plan. It it was a good trade setup and everything else, but I wanted it to just shoot straight up right out of the gate, and it did it. It either went sideways or it dipped down a little bit, but I was kind of frustrated because I was like, hey, man, I want this thing to go straight up, and it didn't, but after showing a little bit of patience and giving it some time, it did do exactly what I was Wanting it to do when I originally got in there. But again, it takes some patience. Patience in your development, patience with the stock market, and patience with your trades. These are three areas that you want to be able to conquer when it comes to your willingness to be patient and wait. Wait for the right trades, wait for the right conditions, and wait to become a good trader. So here's what I want you to do. When you go and face the stock market tomorrow and in the weeks ahead, I want you to ask yourself, Before you get into a trade, before you decide, you know what, right now is a time to be long or a time to be short, ask yourself, am I being patient here? Is this optimal conditions? Is this an optimal trade? Or am I trading because I feel like I need to trade right now? Am I being patient? Am I waiting for those right opportunities? When it comes to your development, are you being frustrated because you've set too lofty of expectations in your development? If you can look back on your trading career, whether it's a couple months or a couple weeks or a couple of years, Look at where you were when you first started off. What you knew, how you traded, and look at where you're at now. Can you see some progress there? Then be patient. Be patient in your development. Be patient with the stock market. There's a lot of you guys that have started just trading since the market bottom back in March 2020. At some point after that, you haven't really gone through a lot of crazy market environments. Instead, you just think, okay, if the market dips one or two percent, I buy the dip every single time. Be patient. Be patient. It doesn't mean that you don't ever trade, but you wait for the right conditions for you to trade. And finally, I want you guys to keep sending me your questions, ryan at shareplanner.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star review on Apple or whatever platform it is that you're listening to. Make sure to subscribe. All those things help me build my audience. That's what I'm trying to do here as well as educate you when it comes to the stock market. There's a whole lot of other people out there that need the same thing that you guys are listening to today. So please keep leaving those great reviews that you guys have done. You mean the world to me and be patient. Thank you guys. and God bless. Thanks for listening to my podcast, swing trading the stock market. I'd like to encourage you to join me in the share Planner trading block where I navigate the stock market each day with traders from around the world.